<laughs> Alrighty, so, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. This is the secret that Corner Combos has been working on for, what, a couple weeks now? And um, so, we are doing a whole new show about movies. <laughs> called Movie Ridges, and it's going to be hosted by me, Rich, and Rich. The two riches, yep. The two riches. The question is, which rich is your favorite? Yes. Oh, no. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're pretty much just going to go through movies, because you two are, like, the biggest movie buffs that I know. Like, I, I don't know movies, so... I won't be chiming in too much, <laughs> but I'll chime in when I can. Uh, they'll just talk about movies. They'll rate it. One through five riches. Yep, we're doing a riches movie rating. One out of five. And then what we're going to end up doing is when we finally make it through this top 100 list that we have here, we're going to compile our own riches top 100 horror based off of how we feel and what we think of said movies in this list. We may even remove and add movies to this list, but that's to be seen, and we won't get to that for a little while. But that's kind of the plan. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you guys are going to start with um, a top 100 from... Slant Magazine. Slant Magazine. This uh, Slant Magazine does a top 100 list around Halloween every year. I mean, not every year, every about 7 to 10 years, and this year was... So this is only like a couple weeks old... Because we lost our other one. Yep. Yeah. Bad face. Yeah, I, actually, I actually did a solo one a while ago. Um, it was supposed to be, uh, what was it, Superstitions or something? What what was it uh, that I was covering for? What were we supposed to be doing? Local Legends. Local Legends. Which we lost to. Yeah, and, I, and it was supposed to happen. It didn't. So I came in and I did my own top 100 but you know solo and we lost that episode due to some storage but issues. it inspired this one but it inspired the, the movie riches now you got two riches instead of one so there you go two is always better than one it's like a double mint commercial in here <laughs> <laughs> all righty so let's get started all right um wait you did say that you wanted you guys want to mention like how are you going to be reading Yeah, so basically I think, you know, it's important to get on the same page with how movies are rated. And so for me, when I'm giving my rating, I am not going to be rating it based off of if I enjoyed it, but if it's a good movie, like it's coherent, it's filmed well, it's acted well, and then I will comment on reasons that people might give it a good rating when it's actually not a good movie and vice versa but i'm really just concentrating on how it's filmed if it's a good movie and if it's enjoyable for most people because the point of a movie is to entertain people right. not entertain just one or two people but most people not just you exactly <laughs> and then i'm and then i'm kind of you know i've got my own ideas i i personally hate bad movies unless it's bad in a good way does that make sense <laughs> um, the chronicles of the teenage placenta yeah the chronicles of the teenage placenta was a terrible film that i can't ever recommend to anybody but um you know i i'm going to take into account on whether i enjoyed the movie and i also will look at acting there are some movies on this list that some people idolize just because of what it was 
you know, at the time, what it was, when it came out, what it symbolizes. And it's like, to me, a movie's here to entertain. A horror movie's here to, to shock and frighten and, and instill fear and, and whatever. I mean, even if you're seasoned horror guys like the, us riches, and we don't fright easy, it's scare easy, I should say, that doesn't mean that the that watching the movie, I, 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 could, I know what a good horror movie looks like, and, the, you know, I'm just going to look at it from that perspective. I, I want it to be something that I can enjoy, sit back and say, man, I could see this again. This movie was it was something else, you know, and I, and I do kind of agree with Rich that, um, you know, every, it can't just be made for, like, three people. I mean, I'll look at that a little <laughs> bit as well. Well, the reason I think with this list that's important, too, is we're not doing a, like, hey, this is just horror movies you'll enjoy. This is supposedly yeah. the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then when we do, like, hey, this is our personal or, hey, whatever, then, yeah, whatever, you know. And I'll still give personal opinion I, um, what I like. But, like I said, there's some movies down in the list uh, in the lower numbers. Cause we're starting at the worst, going to the best in the top 100. They're all supposed to be the top 100 best, but we're starting at the top. There's some movies in here I just don't agree with, and they're like, oh, this, because oh, these are the greatest movies ever made because they were infamous at their time of release. But that in no way means that this, <laughs> these movies are like the best movies ever made. I'm sorry, you look back at them now. Maybe back in the 70s, some of these things, you know, were so shocking to people because nothing like it had come out that it that that's why they they hold the test of, you know stand the test of time on these lists. But really, in reality, look at them again. And they're terrible films. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have some some redeeming qualities, and, and yeah, there's always a special place in my heart for some of these things in one way or another. But by no means should they be in like the top ten. <laughs> well, but anyway, so, so we are we're gonna start at at number one hundred. And some of these movies actually are, are some of them I haven't even seen. Some of these really older like the older classics that are here. But uh, well, that's this is this we're week, all on a journey we together. Dis- we, dis- <laughs> we actually have discussed how we're going to handle this because we're kind of doing this on the fly. Um, one nice thing about this is we have different tastes, so pretty much guaranteed one of us will have seen this movie exactly. and has opinions. Exactly. Well, if, if I haven't seen one, Rich over here, the other Rich has probably seen it, and vice versa. Um, we've both seen many, many, many films. And, and we're both cinephiles, really. Yeah. yeah, when you think about it, I've seen, we've seen thousands of movies in our lifetime. And we've been friends for many years, so we know this. We've watched some of these together. We've seen them <laughs> in other places. I, I had a really uh, big thing for um, underground Italian gore horror and stuff like that. I mean, there's stuff I've seen he hasn't, and there's stuff uh, he's seen that I hasn't, that I haven't. So, I mean, really... It, and I guarantee you there's stuff we've seen that no one else Yeah, I know that's true. <laughs> uh, they don't cut the grass anymore. <laughs> we'll get into that in a different segment. But, but, all right, so number 100 according to Slant Magazine. Unless you've met Grant Denny, then you've seen that. Yeah, unless you've met, met our friend Grant, then you've seen it over 100 times. But number 100 on the list here, just so we can get this kicked off, is Get Out. Um... That's the one that Jordan Peele did, right? Yes. Okay. It was his first one, I think, that he did. Yeah. It was his yeah. first whole, Yeah, it was his first movie. Came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be many of you out there who have not heard of or seen or been forced to see Get, Get out. out. Yeah. So this is not one I think needs too much of an introduction. Um, 
I am personally okay with it being here on the list at this spot. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it on this list. Um, I think that there's nothing particularly special about it as a movie. It's filmed well. It's edited well. It's got some particularly um, creative scenes, especially when uh, he is floating down when he's been drugged about midway through the movie. The comedic relief does a good job. Uh, I do get that this movie gets a lot of praise because of the subtext, but subtext, in my opinion, isn't something new to horror movies. Actually, almost every single horror movie has some sort of subtext to it. And, this and so this was just striking the right chord at the right time. So I'm okay, especially right now, with how popular everything is this being here on the list, but I wouldn't put it here. Uh, what do you think, well, Rich? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, I liked the movie. You know, would I say it's my favorite of all time? No. Um, but it, it did have a few of the the key elements to make a horror movie popular. It had a mix of humor, had a mix of horror. But I believe that in the social climate that we're in, it really um, lent, you know, it, it, it really rose to its popularity because of that. And to be honest, this isn't the first movie to deal with these um, subject matters. And so there's a lot of things. I mean, even the original Candyman dealt with racial issues and things like that. I, I think that that really helped this movie along just because of what's been going on. And I, I know it wasn't at full swing when it came out. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I, I feel I, I feel like it's at a good spot. It, it wasn't something that I would watch over and over and over again. Um, and, and like I said, not I'm not um, downing anything that you know or looking down on the movie in any way you know for its message that it was trying to say you know try to put out there but it's not the first time it's been done um i don't think i would have put it on the halloween at least i don't know i <laughs> i per, first yeah i personally well and this is best horror movies of all time oh uh, yeah but, this is this yeah this oh, okay. i mean you know we're kind of dancing around it because it's a hot movie which was why it makes a lot of sense and if you look at most 100 best movies, this is going to be in the top 10 right now. Yeah. I think they did a really good job of, at this magazine of thinking about really where this belongs, and then they dropped it in 100. But I also think that them dropping it in 100 at this spot also shows that they as a collective realize that this really is not one of the 100 greatest horror movies no. of all time. There's nothing special in the direction. There's nothing special in the acting, which is why there is no scene I'm going to bring up. Uh, I, there's a lot of these movies where I'm going to actually, you know, I'm going to wax on about things that are just amazing. This isn't one of them. <laughs> do I enjoy the movie? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the yeah, movie. Yeah, I did too. Uh, would someone throw it on? Would I watch it? And yeah, they just they just made it out to be like this ground groundbreaking thing, and it's like But there's there's been so many movies released, even in horror. There, this isn't the first horror movie to dive into racial issues or this isn't even yeah. the first body snatching Exa racial horror movie. Exactly. So. It, it, so to me, it is nothing new. I think that Jordan Peele's um, take on it you know he, he's got his own ideas and take on it which is which is interesting but would right. I say that this was some kind of groundbreaking achievement that yeah. deserves the attention it's getting not really I think it was the time that it came out 
And there's been other things that have done this and possibly better. I know that might get me. I, first of all, I'm not one that likes, and I think Rich can agree with me, I don't like politically heavy movies anyway. I feel like horror. Now, maybe in a different genre, yeah. If I'm looking for, a, you know, like a drama or something like that that's going to, you know, just solely focus on that subject matter, then yeah, that's, that's different. There's plenty of good movies like that that dive into history and things like that. Horror, to me, I don't, I don't like it to be too heavy on it. I, I want to be immersed in, in the horror. I want to, you know, I don't know if that even makes sense. More scared than educated. Well, I, I want to <laughs> yeah, feel like I'm watching a horror movie and not like I'm in school, if that makes sense. I mean, I agree with that and kind of disagree with that because I think for people that the politics don't matter, there's nothing horrifying in the message. Whereas for a lot of people, this horrified them because of the message. But if you use that to say a film is great, then that's just subjective to anything that horrifies you. We're going to get to a movie through three or four slots from here that for Roman Catholics is far more horrifying than Get Out, but that doesn't make why that movie should be on the list, and we'll discuss why, in my opinion, that movie should be on this list, and this one shouldn't. Yeah. But I think we've covered this one well enough, especially for me number 100. Yeah, it, I and, and it, guys, and don't, and don't get me wrong. I don't disagree with the message that Peel was putting out. I, I, I know that he was coming from a good spot, that he thought it needed to be, like, he needed... He felt like light needed to be shedded on, and Fair. You know, I, I get it. I understand. But for me, I definitely think that this movie has been done before in different ways and may, maybe possibly even better in some of the older horror films that have come out. And even some that are going to be on the list. Yeah. And we'll bring it up there. Yeah. But uh, personally for me, I would give this one three and a half riches. This is a well-filmed, very enjoyable for a rent horror movie uh, that if you are of a particular political bent or are worried, adds a little extra, but most people, it's just going to be an average, yeah. decent, good horror yeah. movie. Yeah, you know. And and just to, and I, I'll agree with him on Three and a Half Riches. I think, oh, we might as well, since this is our first episode, we might as well explain the riches. So, one, I mean, just like any star system with, with <laughs> movies, one uh, star or one rich Rich is, is terrible. <laughs> so, like, well, not sure because we do have the ability to give zero. Yeah, riches. we could. But well, one, one rich is, is, if I give a one rich, in my opinion, that means uh, stay away unless you are absolutely, you're drunk, you're bored, you're at home, you're sick, whatever, and you just, you have no other option. You want to lose an hour of your you life. You want to see it for that infamous tit show. Yeah, exactly. And, and number, you know, <laughs> Two riches would be getting a little bit better, still not the greatest. Three would be an average. Three, three and a half would three, be... Three, I think three is an average movie yeah, of the genre. Exactly. This average, is an a, you know, average, average horror. horror that you would enjoy watching, um, no matter who you are, you know, just to just to, just to see a, a horror film, you yeah. know. You know, I, I heard this was good, and, and we agree. Five riches, four to five riches, uh, we're getting into the... I feel Must like see. I feel like four riches is this is a very good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Five riches is this is just a good genre movie. It does I mean not a good movie. It doesn't matter what genre it's in. You're gonna like this movie. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna give some personally, if I'm gonna give some five riches, that is a horror movie. I can probably tell my grandmother to go see, and she'd probably enjoy it. Exactly. And we're, <laughs> but we're also when we're doing horror versus drug, because we're gonna do a whole bunch of different uh, genres. When we're doing horror, these are riches in horror. These are horror riches. Yes, exactly. The horror so riches. So we want to we want to keep that in mind. So you know, let's just say we were talking about Forrest Gump. 
you know, and, and we gave it four or five riches or whatever. We, we get well, that's for drums. Yeah, that's for drums. That doesn't mean that's in line of being as great as the horror film we're talking. You, you know what I mean. I mean, you get it. Yeah. So, so now that you're kind of on this thing, we, I think, because we are also talking about how we will collectively make our own list for those that stick with us. And uh, I would not have Get Out in my top 100 list. I, I probably wouldn't either. It, it's not, see, to me, it just, it's not really at, at its core. Yes, the, the subject matter is horrible. And we can't stay on Get Out for too much longer. We've got to move on. But the subject matter is horrible. I get it. I understand history has been horrible for many, many people. I understand that. But we're looking at the top best horror films of all time. Once again, like I said earlier, shocking, gross, frightening, this and that. I, I in my opinion, I mean, we both have our own ideas, but I, my idea of, a, of a, a great horror film is much different than what Get Out was. Get Out has a lot of deep message, uh, messages going through it. And, you know, but, you know, you compare that to Hellraiser. You know, you, you know what I mean? Those are, I have a certain type of horror movie that I that I would see in my top 100 and I'm sure uh, Rich would as well so I, I, I probably wouldn't put it in my top 100 alright yeah time to move to number 99 99 99 now this is this is one we've both seen as well and I really enjoyed this movie a lot uh, it's The Host 2006 um really good monster film this is this yeah. is a fantastic monster film it is Better in subtitles, in my opinion, is a South Korean horror film uh, that is about basically the horrors of pollution. Uh, Americans pollute a South Korean river. You get a horrific creature that is birthed, and it rains destruction on the city. I saw this opening night with my brother in 2006. My brother does not like horror films. He loved The Host. So... Uh, if that is any recommend, I uh, my favorite genre, uh, I mean, my, a subgenre of horror is the monster movie. Mm -hmm. I've seen almost every monster movie ever made. I love creature features. Any creature features. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, a, a shout out to the band if you ever listen to us, Creature Feature. That's why I got in here. <laughs> That's why, because your shirts. Uh, but I will say, I think I, I don't know if this should be on the list. And the reason I say that is because. This was an awesome movie because at the time, it was the first creature feature where the opening shot was in the daylight. Out of the blue, I mean, it just jumps out. The creature starts rampaging apart, chasing people down, killing them. And, you know, if you watch creature features, that's never been done before, really, in any movie, and especially at that level. So everyone loved it. But overall, I, it loses steam. And it it's... Uh, it's a good movie, but when we're talking 100 greatest horror movies, it's not a build-up. It blows its load, so to speak, very right. early. Right. Yeah. It is a one-minute man film that, for the time period, is amazing. If you love creature features, is amazing. Yeah. But I would not put this in my 100 greatest horror movies. I do love this movie. Yep. This is one of my favorite creature features. Uh, what do you think, Rich? I agree. This is so. So far, the riches are agreeing. I'm sure that we'll probably hit on things that we don't. But I'll agree that this probably shouldn't be in the top 100. He is right. I mean, there is this is as much of a drama as it is a creature feature. Mm -hmm. It's a family drama. 
It's a drama uh, that deals with lack of food and quality and pollution and all kinds of stuff. But it, it is true. The monster rears its ugly face right in the beginning of the movie, or close to, rampages in what was probably one of the most intense, crazy you know, creature moments that I've seen in a long time. Um, and once, once again, like Rich said, in the daylight, which you just never see. I mean, you see any creature feature. Um, Cloverfield, all the Godzillas, all that stuff—it's all taking place in the pitch black for the most part. Not, not, you know, or or dawn or fog or this was clear in your face creature feature action. Um, you know, excluding Jaws, <laughs> this is really a daylight creature movie. And then what ends up happening is he is right that it blows its load right at the beginning because. All of the action and intensity is blown away right in the beginning of the film, and then it tapers down into a drama after that point. It just keeps going and going with that that whole family drama vibe that the little girl has been kidnapped by the creature. Uh, there's a lot of crying and, and just family, you know, it's a, lot, it's a drama really at that point. And then you do get the climax at the end and, and more creature action, but it does take a slowdown. You know, it, it really does. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I fantastic movie. I can't say enough good things about this movie, but I just don't think it's hundred greatest horror movies of all time. Uh, but uh, you know, it's time to give it a rating for me. And this is a four and a four and a four star uh, movie. Uh, and, and I would give it an extra star if you love creature features like me. I mean, if you like creature features, this is a must see. If you are just are a film buff and you just want to see the 100 greatest horror movies, this probably shouldn't be on there. I can think of better, more cinephile creature movies, but this is a great movie. Yeah, it's, it's great. I'd say four. Four uh, riches. I wouldn't go much higher just because you, you really have to be somebody... You, it's definitely a niche thing. You, you have to really be into creature features for this to be a five for you. I'd say four. Um, I, I feel like if you like horror that you're going to enjoy this no matter what. But at the same time, if all you're looking for is horror, gore, and, and all this kind of stuff, you're not going to find that in this movie. It, 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 it does uh, evolve, once again, like I was talking about, into more of a drama than horror. And then kind of sw and kind of swings back into horror a little bit, but it's 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 a multi-genre film. And you know, Rich touched on a point that if you like horror, I would say almost every movie on here, if you like horror, you will enjoy. There is a couple noticeable ones, in my opinion, that aren't. Which brings us to the next movie. Yes. <laughs> next movie, and this is one of the ones that I have not seen. Fortunately, I have. Yes. Climax. Yeah, it's called Climax. It came out in 2019, apparently. Um, I have not seen this. So we'll let uh, the other Rich kind of go with this. Um, from what I'm kind of reading about it uh, here right now, is that it's kind of true to the spirit of Argento's Spiria, um, which I love that movie. That That is a movie I know of. Um, so it's obviously, you know, if it's following in that spirit, probably pretty dark so i'll let i don't know if it's any good go 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 for it all right i have seen this movie mm -hmm. i have seen this movie and i wish i hadn't uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, this is a movie that not only does not belong on this list 
this is not a good movie. This is not a good movie. It's not a good horror movie. It is... Oh, boy, did he bring down uh, your hopes. It is... Well, uh, I have no opinion. Well, Gasper, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I will, I'm going to throw out a couple modifiers here, or clarifiers, I guess would be. I do not typically like French horror. Um, you're going to see that as we go through this list. Uh, you know, British horror, I think, is the best, followed by American horror, Italian horror, and then any other country on planet Earth except for French horror. <laughs> and there is reasons for that, and this movie typifies every single reason. This is not a horror movie. This uh, is not even really profoundly shocking if you think about the plot line. It is a lot of times advertised as a semi-musical. It is not a musical. Um, it is abstract and strange for the sake of being abstract and strange. Uh, basic premise of this movie is you will step into the movie you will get a classic, oh, musical vibe. They're going to show you all these songs, credits, and things and make you think these songs are going to play. Not one of these songs ever plays. Now, there is a constant techno beat that goes through this film. They might be remixes of the movie, I mean, of into the techno, but this isn't a musical. One. Two, the credit sequence that goes 42 minutes into this movie and takes five minutes shows all of these songs again. So you're going to spend about six minutes looking at song titles that aren't in this fucking movie. All right, so if that level of pretension doesn't show you what you're in for, I don't know how to explain it to you. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be people that like this movie. And if you like this movie, there's no shame. I like a lot of bad movies. I can name three bad movies off the top of my head that are terrible films. All right, I'll just name one. Uh, I brought up to Richard the other day. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Terrible movie. I've watched it seven times. Hell Comes to Frogtown. If someone comes to Richard over here, this rich, and says, hey... Hell from Frogtown is a bad movie. I'm like, yeah, it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. So if you love this movie, this isn't an insult. This movie is a terrible film. There is no musical. You follow a party. In the party, you have people talking. In between the talking, you have splices of metaphorical sayings about birth, death, whatever. Then you have a five-minute sequence, and then you have an LSD. I mean, LS, uh, yeah, LSD trip because their sangria is punched. Uh, punch is spiked, and that's it. That's all you see. And, I mean, if you think about the plot, every single thing that happens isn't shocking. The point of horror is to be shocked. Uh, people having an orgy when they're on LSD is not shocking. Uh, a man raping his sister when he's on LSD is not shocking. Someone accidentally falling into a Bunsen burner isn't shocking. Now, actually watching it, if that's going to shock you, great, but there's no buildup. There's no... It's just watching abhorrent behavior forced on people. And I know that the director is going for deep down inside... This is what these characters really wanted to do, and this freed them, which is why you get this scene at the end where the girl who actually did it is dropping the LSD in her eye as in, oh, it wakens your eye, and you get to see them for real. No. If you're going to do that heavy of a drug, that's not you, one. Two, the way it's filmed, you don't even, it's not even intense. The orgy is filmed upside down and red, so you can't even tell what the hell is going on. <laughs> all right? When I've never the, seen the so main, The main chick of the film decides she's going to start rubbing herself. She rubs her thighs, all right? Uh, you got to zoom in on her vagina, all right? The whole movie, the movie has an orgy, for God's sake. You know, like, you don't, like, they, they, there's no money shot that makes you go, oh, what the hell am I watching? It's bland. It's not perverse enough to horrify. It's not deep enough to philosophize. It's not filmed well enough to enjoy. It's pretentious. This is a terrible film. And I give it 
one reach. So what you're saying is I should check this movie out. I mean, this might be good. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, this is I don't this know. Could, what, for what, the, for, what, this what, might be enjoyable. Right, if you like French horror movies because they delve deep into sexuality, if you want to see a brother, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than if you want the shock value, but shock value light, in my opinion... This would be an okay well, movie, but well, this, without the zoom in of the vagina, I just yeah, can't see. This it. is this is <laughs> this is the type of thing where the critic says the name of the director and goes, "He don't give a fuck what anybody thinks." Yeah, well, you're making a movie for people. Mm-hmm. You're not making a movie for yourself, and this is not a good film. You can't recommend this movie to anyone. This is a I have certain sexual proclivities or certain drug-based proclivities, and I found this enjoyable to watch, but this isn't good in any way. The shots are not framed well. I mean, he does some stuff. Yeah, there's a 42-minute solid shot where he's following a girl around as she's watching everything happening. Would I say that 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 makes the film? Not when it's preceded by a pointless party for 36 minutes of just dialogue that is literally like if you were at a party. I mean... I get what he was going for. I get why someone would make this argument. This is the type of movie when you've seen 100, you've seen 200 movies that you think is a very good movie and you argue it's very good. Once you've started seeing 15, 16,000 movies like I have, I will forget this movie uh, other than when I bring up how much I hate it. This is not, this, there's nothing really here. I just, this is a bad movie. Well, I mean, and you know, I, I do like some French films. You know, I, oh, I, I like some French films too. I, I, I just, you know, French horror. I mean, I don't even see it on this list, which this is a movie. I kind of, I would put high tension on my list. I, I would, know. I would put high tension on my list too, and we would, we would get there. I actually was going to bring up high tension for another French movie that we're going to get yeah. to later. Uh, Richard yeah. will be the one explaining that one, I'm sure, because I don't have any opinion on that movie, and I'll explain why. But uh, I, here's the thing: you want to watch a shocking musical and you don't want to just go Little Shop of Horrors, and you kind of want to put it... And I don't think it... You know, uh, you watch Repo, the genetic opera. Yeah. You'll get yeah. everything that this movie wanted to do better in Repo other than the drug-induced haze. Mm-hmm. But if you want to watch the drug-induced haze, there's much better films. And if you want to put greatest horror movies, Little Shop of Horrors, in my opinion, is what I'd put on this list instead of that. Yeah, and, and this exact slot. And you know, I just well, and it's a cl- it's a classic. And it's classic because it deserves to be on this yeah. list. This uh, is I would, trash. I, I whoever would say, for Slate Magazine put this on here. I honestly suggest go to an actual party, get off the computer, <laughs> and once you've been at a party that's like this, or been around someone that's done a drug this heavy, the movie will lose all shock value, and you'll be like, this was really kind of a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one rich. One rich for that one. One rich for Yikes. climax. Wow. Okay. And uh, another film, and this one I'm kind of shocked to say I haven't seen. I probably should have because uh, me being a person that likes Italian horror, and I do, and Mario Bava especially, I've seen some other things from him. Bay of Blood um, is one that I've probably been a horror genre you know addict probably should have seen but i haven't and i'm not ashamed to say it you know i'll probably (laughs) now that we're going through this list and i'm seeing this we'll probably catch up on some of these i I had a different type of uh, 
interested in Italian horror I, with what I chose, a lot of Fulci stuff and, and um, Argento. I've seen all of their things. But uh, never saw Bay of Blood, and Rich has seen Bay of Blood. And I would love to comment on the Italian horror thing. This is going to lead into my review. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a little aside on the movie itself. And I will, you know, I'll, uh, I don't mean to interrupt Richard about Bay of Blood, but I have seen a lot more Italian films than Richard has in a specific genre, and he's going to probably have seen a lot more in another genre. Than me. I have not seen that many Italian horror films. Mm-hmm. And people are going to say this is going to sound wrong when I bring up how I've seen all the Jallos, but Jallos are not horror films. You know, that's a common misconception. They're, they're mystery They're really. mystery, they're mystery movies. movies. And most yeah. mystery movies are rooted in horror. Mm-hmm. So this is the simple rule here, is that a Jallo can be a horror movie, but a horror movie cannot be a Jallo. Like, that is that's kind of the concept we got going on here. And I think my opinion is, is it's where it's at at the base. Is the movie about solving a mystery, and it's a Jallo. It doesn't matter how violent. It doesn't matter how supernatural. Is the movie about shocking you. And so this is going to be really important to my review of Bay of Blood. So do you want to keep talking about the movie or do you want me to take it? Oh, no. I, all I was saying was I probably should have seen it. Oh, yeah. And, 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 I'll admit that you will. I'll say this much. You will, when I describe it, you're going to say you like I guarantee you'll like it. Yeah, Don't yeah. take my review. I'm about well, to give it to Well, and he's right. I mean, <laughs> we both have seen different types of things. Now, Jalo is something that I have. A lot of Argento's stuff, almost all of his stuff is considered that. Yes. And I've seen all of Argento's movies. So... You know, unless there's some weird, you know, early, early work that I haven't heard of. I even watched his Dracula, which was, <laughs> which was, you know, up for debate whether that was any good. But that I liked um, all of his movies, and Fulci is totally different. Uh, he was Fulci is horror. He, he no was, he was, uh, <laughs> he was a, they called him the godfather of gore mm-hmm. in Italy. Um, you know, those are a lot of the things that I liked and collected. Richard actually came over, you know, the other Rich came over a lot of the times and watched some of those things yes. that I bought. So we, yes, we do definitely, definitely see different types of Italian films. And this is, unfortunately, one I have not seen. Well, I... But let's, let's let him dive in and... Um, yeah, I... All right, so Mario Bava, just a little background here, is a director that you're going to see a lot, especially if you're interested in lists and things, as if he had a bigger budget... He would be a household name and you know, yada, yada, yada. This is a movie, in my opinion, that is an argument against that. I do not think that this movie... This movie is only on this list because of the incredible amount of gore present in this film. And the fact that directors like Joe Dante and things have mentioned how much they personally enjoy this movie. This is not a horror movie at its heart. The point of this movie was really not to terrify. This is why this is a bad movie. This is a bad movie because this is a jello. It is a mystery film. The pre- This movie does not attempt to scare. It attempts to, in every frame, set up a mystery. And it is very, very poorly done. Okay, you're good. this opens up with a very fantastic scene. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of fantastic shots in this movie. There's also just a lot of nonsense that makes absolutely no sense. A lot of bad editing, a lot of shaky things. That uh, and so basically, this movie is going to open up. A countess is murdered on a bay, and the preceding movie is to figure out who did it. You are never given enough information to figure out anything. You have no idea what's going on until 
15 minutes before the movie's going to end, and then they just show scenes that explain what actually was going on. And it's not a, a, a choice of, oh, we're going to keep you in the dark to make you more horrifying type of thing. You, know, you see in movies where they purposely make it so you're questioning what's going on and present you with multiple alternatives. Or No, this is just so poorly paced. You have you don't even know who some of the characters are until the end of the movie. There is a this movie opens up has a ten minute speech about skunks, squonks. All right, a squonk. I had to look that up. I like monsters, and I had to look this up. It is a monster that supposedly only exists in Pennsylvania. It's a tiny little timid creature that's in two books in history. This fifteen minute conversation about that. There is not one sentence of dialogue to explain who the countess is. Period. There is not one sentence of dialogue to explain who is related to who. Then, on top of that, this movie takes three different narrative changes. It opens up with a murder mystery, then it turns into a slasher, and then it ends with the most ridiculous ending, almost in the history of Italian horror movies. The two killers get shot by two random kids that are only in two scenes with no dialogue. They shoot the, her with a, them with a double-barreled gun where they fire one shot. The bullets miraculously splits, killing each person on the other side of the car. And then it turns into a weird satire where they run down to the beach and dance to a tangerine song. This is not a good film. Now, is it, there's amazing shots. There's also really bad shots. There's also weird-ass shots that you don't know why they exist. Like, for, there's, a, there's a particularly amazing shot where there's a dead body and a squid is crawling over the face. It's an amazing thing. It's almost worth watching the movie for. There's another great shot where a light gets turned up and turns into a flash. Like there's, then there's a, non, there's a lot of nonsense cuts. Well, at one point, a woman gets her head cut off. It zooms in on the neck, and you watch the gore as everything falls out. This is Mario Bava's goriest movie, by the way. Then it transitions to a head falling on the ground like you would in a G-rated horror movie to show that the head's cut off. Why would you have both cuts? Why would you waste time showing the head falling on the ground to represent that her head got cut off when you watched her head get cut off and then the contents of her neck fall out? It's a waste of a shot. There's also these... Mario Bob is known for interesting zooms. There is a zoom in this where he starts on a focused knife, zooms in to an out-of-focus knife, and you for 10 seconds have to stare at an out-of-focus knife like you took Vaseline and wiped it on your glasses and stared at it. That's not a good shot. This is a terrible gallo. It does not... You don't... The mystery is very poorly represented. This is a very fun movie to watch. There's a lot of really interesting things he tried. There's a lot of cool slashers. This is the first movie, I think, where you have the... Awesome double impale of lovers with a, you know, I, I this has got to be the oldest movie. Uh, you have, but even the, even the characters in the world impalement as yes. in yes, as in during, during lovemaking. Yes, and then there's the double impale. But even that is, more, that, is that where Friday the 13th? Pro, probably actually. Yes, yes. <laughs> but here's the problem with this one. It's horribly done. Okay, Mario Bava. If a woman is riding a man and her hands are on the wall and she gets stabbed through the body and he's hairless. She will not writhe in pain and focus on her hands holding a hairy stomach. Her stomach is impaled to his stomach. It cuts to an entirely different sex scene he swapped in. Like, he's a good director. Uh, he's actually, there's going to be another movie later that we'll talk about where I won't say as many mean things about it, but this movie in particular <laughs> is fun because of some of the stuff he shot. He's got some very interesting scenes. 
Uh, it's if you're a director, I can see why like Joe Dante says it's fun because he there's a lot of cool shots. He appreciates the shots. You're probably out there not a director. You'll have fun watching this, especially with friends, but you're not going to be able to solve the mystery. You're not going to remember a single character's name. You're not going to uh, you're not going to even understand the ending. And that makes it so that this does not belong on the hundred greatest horror movie films. I give this two and a half riches uh, with the clarifier that this is an incredibly fun movie. And if you like gore and you like Italian horror or Giallo's, you will enjoy this movie. But that is too many clarifiers to be on a hundred greatest films list. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. I've seen this movie a lot. That's why I love it. Yeah, yeah. I know you're very passionate about it. That's okay. That's okay. I've watched it over and over again. No, and you know what? I should, I really should watch it. It's like the next one. So we're kind of, we're kind of on a, on a, uh, a streak here with things that I haven't seen. You know, and that, and that's the thing when you, when you pick, there are certain lists of, of top 100s, um, especially the one that I did uh, with, with, Crystal and, and Christina that, that was lost. Uh, that list of most of the 100 I had seen. Now, now this one, uh, Rich, the other Rich picked out. And there's just stuff on here I, I just have not watched. Now, in, in, in defense of him over here, uh, that's the reason I picked this list. is I prefer creature features mm-hmm. and classic cinema to... And we're going to get deeper in this list. And there is going to be many times where I will go, I have not seen this yeah, movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. And so this is, this is just... Right now, we are in the old movies mm-hmm. or the obscure French movies. And uh, my wife likes sexual horror, so I watch a lot of French movies. Yeah, and you know, we both, <laughs> like I said, we've both, we've both seen many obscure horror films. It's just, um, you know, so, some just have not been on my radar. Uh, you know, like, well, like Bay of Blood. And, and you, I, I will say you should watch Bay of Blood. You like it, but you'll see what I'm talking about. And, and as an aside here, this is just for the other rich, and you guys will enjoy this if you've seen the movie. One of the reasons I personally hate this film is there is this scene. Okay, two guys bring two girls to the beach. They're supposed to split them. The German girl is more attractive in every way than the French girl. She wants this guy very bad. The dude ignores her repeatedly. Turns down sex. Turns down going to the beach to skinny dip. So that he can attempt to get this French girl. He attempts to make out with her when the boyfriend or whoever picked her. I, oh, no. It's been a while, but they picked him. So his friend comes out, stops him. But instead of going to go find the German girl, he just sits in the library and reads why the two of them have sex. Okay, when he takes the knife to the face, I'm almost like he deserved it, man. Like, if you'd just gone down to the beach, you'd get laid and you wouldn't even die. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, two, I mean, who has a sex weekend, but for some reason is obsessed with the less attractive girl who's already taken and Dumps gives up on sex altogether when he couldn't have her just to read a book about sex? These are the type of strange things in this movie that make yeah. you go, yeah, and this but, is just the sex scene. Yeah, so. but, but what Italian horror film doesn't have strange... But, you know, but and, you know, and, and we're going to be honest here. If you're listening to this and you are a fan of horror, there is two. There is multiple types of fans of horror, but generally there is nude fans, there is gore fans. If you are either of those, this is a fantastic movie to watch. 
The nudity is top notch. The gore is top notch. This is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this blo- does that make it good for a list? No, it's not this list. Yes, yes. Not this list. But all right, let's move on to the next movie. Okay, so once again, like I was saying, <clears throat> we're kind of we, we're at a divide here on this list. Uh, once again, some things he's seen I haven't. Some things I've seen he has. This is another that he has seen, and this is Alice, Sweet Alice. Now this is a movie I've heard of, and uh, just never got around to seeing. Um, this was uh, made in 1976 or released in 1976 you know whatever Um, I'll go ahead and let Rich run with this alright this is going to break a trend for everyone here this is the first movie that belongs on this list and not only does that belong on this list I don't know if this is where it should be I think it should probably be much higher this is a fantastic film not just a fantastic horror movie Fantastic film. This movie, I I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a huge trivia guy. I don't go into reading. I just go into a movie. I see if it's interesting. I watch it. I follow people. So, But once I watch a movie, I like to read trivia. I like to read reviews. I don't actually read reviews, which has, ca- has burned the people around this table. I've taken us to some very bad movies because yes. I do not read reviews. Black Christmas. Second remake. The remake, not the original. But anyway, so, um, Newest remake. <laughs> but once I, once I like a movie, especially, I do go deep on it. This movie is actually taught in classrooms about insular societies and things. And what I have to say about this is this movie is a fantastic film uh, about horror, about Italians, uh, about immigrants, about Catholicism. This is a this is just a great movie. And it's not preachy. And it's not like Get Out, where it's, it's in your face to the point where it detracts from the pacing of the film. You wouldn't even know it's about these things unless you recognize it. Like, if... You were not Catholic, you would not actually understand a lot of the symbolic meanings of so many scenes that if you are, is truly terrifying. Mm -hmm. Uh, The disrespect of very, very sacred items to their culture throughout the film, which was a great horror movie because it's still good for the average viewer, but goes that extra mile for that particular subculture. And... I mean, this is a great movie. This is a great slasher flick. It's got a great twist. It's one of those movies that the twist, when you see it... you watch, I, I ruined this here because this movie does not advertise a twist. This movie advertises that Alice is the killer. I hate to say I ruined that for you, but if you're listening to these types of podcasts, you're probably that type of... Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert! But uh, the killer is a better killer than Alice would be. It's not just tacked on. The casting's fantastic. Uh, the f- Particularly the neighbor who's severely overweight, uh, gay, and... Strange cat man. Uh, the brutality is animal, children, uh, religious. Uh, I mean, it, it, this is it, this is an interesting tale of what happens uh, when your life is completely built around other people. That explains the final killer. This is a great movie. The shots hold up. Yeah, there's some shaky cam sh- uh, stuff where. They did some high shots. They couldn't quite afford stuff. But, you know, they, but other than that, there's no technical errors. There's some great shots that can be used. There's character building without dialogue, which is the best form of showing you're a good director. I mean, like, I, like directors that can build characters without them ever explaining the horror verbally. Like, you know one detective is 
in a bad marriage, the other detective sex obsessed, and you never even hear them say it. Mm -hmm. You just see notes past desks in frames. Uh, you can see that's why it affects them going after this child. I mean, this is just a great movie. This is a four and a half star riches. The only reason I would not give this five stars is there is a few airs in this movie, so I can't give it a perfect rating as far as uh, the director just is just a and, and they're nothing spectacular. We're just talking like you know, uh, you know, uh, some things cotton frame and things, but this is to be expected for an incredibly low budget movie made in the seventies. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, this is a and you know, I, this is this is an amazing movie, great movie, totally deserves to be on this list. If you like slashers, if you like dramas, if you like things involving children, if you like uh, about the criminally insane. This is probably, not only is this one of the better prototype slashers, this is probably the best horror movie about a troubled child. The best. Okay, okay. Love this movie. Yeah, Fantastic I'll, movie. I'll definitely have to check it out. And I've heard of it. And so, in this brick shields and all yes. that. Yeah. And, and, and to throw this out here, uh, you know, the thing about the, the, the Catholic bitches to throw this out here, this is... This is something I noticed. This is not something I read. I think a lot of people, they don't even catch it. I actually read the reviews and a lot of people don't. But if you are Catholic, this is a particularly great watch uh, because there is scenes where you go, go, I cannot believe the church let them film that. That's crazy. All right. So, Alice, sweet Alice. All right. So, we're going to move on now to number 95. Now, this is a lot of people have seen this one. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola's <clears throat> Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves, a whole bunch of... Yeah, Tom Waits, if I remember correctly. Tom Waits. Oh, good old Tom Waits. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, Van Helsing. This is the first blockbuster AAA title on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, it's always been one of... You know, I like it. Richard and I have seen a lot of underground horror. We've seen a lot of things that um, that uh, don't really make it mainstream. He's right. This is a triple A title. I mean, the director alone has a triple A status in things that he makes. Um, when, you, when you get to put your name, yeah, <laughs> before the yeah, movie, exactly. Uh, this was a favorite of mine when I was when I was a kid, I always liked this, you know, Winona Ryder, all that, you know, back then before she was stealing things from shops. Klepto. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, Klepto. she, uh, you know, I always, I had a little crush on her back then. I just, I loved this movie. And obviously I read Bram Stoker's Dracula when I was very young. So when I got around to actually seeing this movie, I obviously didn't see it in 92. My parents wouldn't have let me see it at that point. But when I did watch it, um, I really liked the movie. It, it, it was, it had a lot of heart. It, it was a very emotional movie. I think Gary Oldman really brought that to the screen. Mm -hmm. um, it was an extremely good, you know, and, and you've got the diehard Universal guys. Oh, it's all about, you know, Bella Lugosi and blah, 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 blah. Honestly, this is one of my favorite. And, of course, there's been some Hammer films, Christopher Lee movies, stuff like that, that I've seen that are classics. But nothing really embodied Dracula the way that this movie did. Uh, for you know, at least for me, I I one hundred percent agree. Mm -hmm. I I have two thoughts on that. The first thought is, if you were following along at home and you actually pulled up this article, they bring up how non-scary this movie is. Mm -hmm. Like it's a bad thing. 
Uh, I saw this movie in a double feature my parents rented. Leprechaun and this. Leprechaun to each other, yeah, in quality. Is stupid now, but terrified me then as a child. Well, of course, in fact, as a I, kid. I put all the chairs together through my dining room so that I could sleep in a chair thing where you couldn't reach up inside without stabbing through the chair. Dude, when I, when I was uh, a kid, when I was a kid, yeah, the, the, the damn trailer scared yeah, me I mean, when the guy got his ear bitten exactly. off. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But this movie did not scare me. Uh, it didn't. But I have only seen this movie uh, 25 times. Yeah. This is... Yeah. This is... This is amazing movie. This well, is well. It, when, it doesn't need to be scary. No, and when to people be and when right. people say that, they miss the whole point of what Dracula really is. Dracula is a love story. I mean, it, it's horror at its heart. Exactly. But it, 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 in its heart, a guy that go a, a man, a knight that goes against God, and damns himself by drinking the blood from you know. The movie at at its heart and the novel, the original, obviously the, mm-hmm. the very old original, is horror at its heart. But deep down, as well, there's love and drama and romance. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, this touches on a good point in that mm-hmm. you know, well, let's not. I don't want to go into a history lesson or anything because we don't have time for that. But horror comes from two things. Mm-hmm. You have mystery based horror is where it started, or romance based horror. Mm-hmm. You got dark romance. You got dark mysteries. And, and it started in the literary stuff, the literary tradition. And so, at its basic root, every horror movie is still that. You're either a dark romantic vision of something or a dark mystery of something. Every slasher, you're trying to figure out who the slasher is. Mm-hmm. You know, every fucked up, weird-ass movie like Climax, you're trying to figure out who these characters are. They're trying to figure it out through LSD. It's all a dark romantic vision. And this is... A gorgeous, dark, romantic, gothic, triple A production yep. of one of the finest novels in horror. Every every bit of this is amazing, except for one. We all love Keanu Reeves. I took he shit is. for years talking about how I like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> now he's popular, and I but, take shit for talking about how he's not a great actor. He is not a great actor. No, but he is weak in this. He, he is. He is the he, weakest link. Yes, he's he, he's surrounded by too many. But his character doesn't need to be strong. No. Other than that, amazing. Yeah, and, and you know, to me, what really stood out for me with Dracula, once again, going back to the romance, was that you've got a, a, a centuries-old undead creature, something a man who was damned to eternity without his wife because she killed herself. Uh, he did, yes, he did it to himself, against the priest's wishes and all this but the, as the movie progresses she Mina the the main the main girl is all he cares about the reincarnation of his life exactly he he loves her he devotes himself to her and he's really even though he does um, go back to survival instinct at some point and does fight for his his life at one point in the movie if you haven't seen it I'm sorry Spoiler um, alert. he's still he's still gives himself to her in a way that he's never done before. He's got concubines. He's got uh, female slaves. Speaking of female slaves, shout out. Early role for Monica Bellucci. Hot one on the right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to love her for her movies? Irreversible and such. Yeah, it's one of the first movies. Oh, but I particularly, like I said, don't like that. But Monica Lucci, very hot. But you know, she, you know, he, it, he is truly in love with her, and it's not something that. And yes, because she is like the, the his his old wife and his old love reincarnate, and he does sacrifice things for her. Yes, he does use trickery, and he does. He does do things to try to woo her into loving him, but at the same time, there is real passion there. There are scenes where he actually sheds tears. We're talking about an undead creature that has no moral compass for anything. The love really, is beautiful. But love brings him back and centers him for a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is yeah. In a, this is this is the ultimate dark romance. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman gives a fantastic performance. Winona Ryder does exactly enough, mm-hmm. uh, and you know. This, they, they, there's nothing in this movie that was a mistake. No. The casting was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Keanu's character does not need to be super strong. He's a little weak, but he's only weak really in comparison to how fantastic Gary Oldman is. The set design is amazing. I mean, this is the the, the, the an amazing movie. It was, and the only the only mistake Keanu makes in this movie is he doesn't take the blue pill. but no no the the movie is fantastic the ending was was when when dracula finally gets impaled with the stake spoiler alert sorry this posse that chases him yeah is a b movie uh i mean you got carrie oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean but this is a killer movie (laughs) yeah but you know what man beautiful film full of of emotion this full is, of, and you would think Dracula. Oh no, it's so evil, so evil. But really, it, at, in his heart, is he really evil? This is not. This is too low on the list for yeah. this movie. Yeah, I agree. This would make it into my top 100. It's a movie I've seen many times. Um, yes, it's not some underground Italian uh, gore fest. It's not some weird French shit. Um, but and, this this deserves. Um, but that's not what we're here for. We're not. We're this, not looking for obscure. Horror, yeah, horror comes. Horror, horror yeah. comes in many flavors. And to be honest mm-hmm. with you, once again, this movie is from Keanu Reeves' point of view. What would be more horrifying than the love of your life after you're tortured, falling for the guy who tortured you, and then being more in love with him than you? So and, I mean, and on, the, on the flip side, <laughs> the guy that is torturing you is also tortured for who knows how long because. He damned himself over the loss of his wife. Yeah, I mean, because this I, is the essence it, of horror. Yeah, it, you know, it, it really, when you think about it, Dracula, even though he controls uh, people's minds, he has he has concubines, he has all this stuff, he is also tortured. He's tortured for an eternity over a lost love, who then he finds, and when he can't obtain her, he becomes a desperate, mad, wild dog, really, in, in reality. And... In the end, is is um, redeemed. Yeah, this is the best yeah. movie so far. Mm-hmm. Five riches. Five riches. Definitely. Five riches for me. I'll agree with that. I like this movie a lot. I love I this movie. I was gonna say five riches too. I have yeah, and Crystal. Yeah. Says five, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to. All right. More French horror. I believe we are moving to a French horror film called this, Martyrs. By the way, whoever at Slate Magazine. British horror and Italian horror are so much better than French horror. I don't know what what's <laughs> well, going on with you. Know, see, we'll get to those later. You know why we'll get to them later? Better movies. Well, right. Richard, <laughs> see now, Mars to me was a very brutal and very dark, um, oppressive. I know you're still trying to get me to watch depressing 
film, really, when you think about it. It deals with more than just uh, shock gore. Agree with all of this. And and uh, there is a lot of gore in Martyrs. Um, not mindless, necessarily. Not like watching, you know, Cat in the Brain or something, where it's just, hey, I need a new cut of beef. I'm going to cut this guy's body up. No, we're talking... This is the French version, by the way. We should yes, clarify not, that. Not the remake. This is the 2008 yeah. French version. I, I figured we should say that. I thought it was tipped, but, you know, you never know. Well, this movie was, was extremely depressing to me. Um, just for, It deals with way more than just gore. It deals mm-hmm. with psychological um, anguish, mm-hmm. torture, as well as physical torture, uh, religious implications, all kinds of things. Um, you know, basically... You know, in case you haven't seen it, I'm not going to run through the whole thing, but a, a girl escapes um, a very torturous situation with a family and later comes back for revenge. This is not a spoiler. This happens before the credits. Yes. <laughs> she comes back for revenge with a friend that does not believe that she's found the right family that tortured her. Um, she acts out violently only for her friend to kill her. Well, see, I, should, I shouldn't tell you too much in case you haven't seen it, but, but a suicide does occur. Um, the friend thinks that her friend, the, the one that was tortured, was insane and only to find out that she wasn't and um, that the family that she sought after after 15 years later is actually the family that tortured her and her friend Anna then becomes their next target. Um, there are a lot of brutal scenes in this movie. I, I, and I'm sorry if that sounded kind of jumbled and kind of like a mess. I'm trying not to give too much away just in case you haven't seen it. Um, so it's like the friend, the friend, the friend, but, um, to me, I do. At this point, I think spoilers. Yeah. I don't know. I'm keeping it. He actually, he has not spoiled this movie. Yeah. There is an entire majority. I mean, there's a large portion of the plot he hasn't even got into. Yeah, exactly. This is the first third of the movie. Yeah. This is (laughs) an interesting movie. Uh, I, I disagree on the, uh, well, I, he hasn't really said his quality of, but I think we disagree. I found this movie to be. Different. I'll explain uh, he, it after he's, he's done. After he's, he's done. I will just give. I see. Like I said, I don't want to spoil it in case you haven't seen it. But well, I will. what do you? What do you, you? You say you think it's brutal, but like uh, mentally or mentally? Uh, I think graphically. I think both. I, I I feel that there are a lot of soul breaking things that occur to these girls, both of them, in this movie. Whether it's the first part of the movie with with Lucy, I think it's been a long time. Lucille, Lucy, whatever. I, I um, this is the problem of why I particularly don't like this movie. I find this movie to be forgettable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was forgettable. It, it, and once again, different things strike different chords. For, I, I you know, I agree. Girl Next Door, for example. Mm-hmm. I, that's not on our list, so I'm not going to get into this. That movie um, crushed my and not the not the comedy. This is Jack Ketchum's crushed my soul after I watched it. And, and so I, I did not feel like this movie was on that same level. But I do want to say that when I was done with it, I, I can't say I felt dirty, but I will say that I felt depressed. It, it was not happy. You know, it, it was not a feel-good movie. And, not, and horror is not supposed to be, so don't get me wrong. But it was one of those movies that left me kind of feeling um, down. There's a lot of... And, and, and for people that like the gore, there's... there's scenes of skinning there's mm-hmm. scenes of, of shotgun horror suicide uh, torture and mm-hmm. yeah, sexual assault and mm-hmm. anything you could think of in this movie 
And this but, is this is to be honest, to a different opinion. This is actually why I find the movie to be forgettable. There is too much, mm-hmm. nothing because it goes so fast with so many transitions and so many horrible things. I checked out. Yeah, I remember. Like you I, just I, kind of blocked it, it out. Well, it it's not so much that I blocked it out. I just was like, ah. Yeah, I don't for know. me, once you get desensitized when you watch so many movies, and there wasn't enough buildup. Uh, the twist, which he is not giving away, said so he has not ruined this movie in any way. No, no, and we're not. Did gonna... not do this. Would have been a better story, in my opinion, uh, like a written story, then or a verbal story. I mean, like yeah, like, then then a movie, like a uh, novel. Yeah, no, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I I found this movie to be forgettable. There, it's well filmed, well acted. And if you French version, by the and way, and if you can, if you can, if you enjoy it at the level of Richard over here is enjoying it, I would have. Well, I, there's no argument for me. Well, but well, I did not. Well, here's the thing: I can't really say what I saw was enjoyable. And, well, and but what, this and, is a horror list. You yeah, want to be horror? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to say that I enjoyed it and sat there and, and was like stroking the willy to this. Well, movie, but, but this, you know what I mean. This is this is kind of like the preference is that. Yeah. I, I do not prefer, I do not prefer I prefer a different style of storytelling than this mm-hmm. movie took. Uh, to be honest, the only thing I found incredibly memorable was how incredibly stupid it was that the mom was fixing their plumbing by herself while the dad sat by the fridge and she brings <laughs> in this rat that's supposedly waterlogged that wasn't wet. And I I hyper fixated on it. I'll remember yeah, it forever. Yeah, Other than yeah, that, I, I forgot. Into, I, I, I actually forgot someone was skinned until Richard brought up, and now I'm remembering. I found this movie to be forgettable. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say, for me, it wasn't. I, I felt like this was up there. High on the list? No. Um, I, I, I would actually say that high tension, which once again. This is the exact, when I said later, this is the movie I would yeah. place on the list. I, I would think high tension is this yeah. movie, but high better. high tension had well, let's face it, high tension. Yes, this is this we, movie, but better. So a long time ago, we uh, the two riches here secured a copy of High Tension before it was re released. Before it was even it, before it was even being advertised for release in this country, and it was a Korean copy actually, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and um, we watched that, and we were all on the edge of our seats. Now, of course, the ending of that movie left more to be I, I personally the, the ending grew on me and actually I find that ending to be there's there's more, too there's too many inconsistencies there's inconsistencies yeah. yes but the ending grew on me it didn't when I first saw the ending of High Tension it's weird it's terrible to talk about another movie we're supposed to be talking about <laughs> but when I first saw that ending it ruined the movie I rewatched that in the theater with who is now my wife on a date and you know what it didn't bug me as creepy. much and I got over it I thought creepy, the ending creepy yes but there's just too many. Uh, no, it does not logically. Yeah, make sense, no, it does, but not, it does not ruin not, the movie. Not, you know, lot lugging around the huge chain. Yeah. But 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 here's the but here's the thing. High t- there's another movie out called High Tension, as we've been talking about. The, the and the the name fits the movie. The tension was so so tight and so real in that movie that you almost you were on the edge of your seat. You almost couldn't just wait to see what was going to happen. Martyrs did not do that for me, but what Martyrs did for me was disturb me a little bit. Now, of course, I've seen gorier things. Yes, of course. Shit, I've seen real death on video before, uh, you know, executions and stuff, which I am not proud of seeing. But, you know, we're looking at horror films. And, um, you know, yes, it disturbed me. 
and I felt depressed. But I, I think it was a lot of the emotion. When you watch two, you know, a woman go through, I spit on your grave, for example. When you watch people go through so much psychological and mental torture, you're going to leave feeling a little, a little off. And so I don't feel like this movie should be removed from this list. I, I do feel it was very disturbing. I do feel like um, it was a good French film. Richard and I both agree that, yes, High Tension should be in this spot. High Tension could probably even be a little higher than 94. But I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't remove Martyrs. I'd keep that on the list. But would I give this a five riches? No. I'd say Martyrs is probably um, just because it's going to have a very select viewing audience. Not everybody that's going to see this is going to like this movie. Um, I'd say two and a half, three, three riches. Oh, I'd say at least a three riches. Yeah, I'd say three. Well, I, I mean, yeah. what is it for you, though? What is it like? I would say three. And the only reason I'm going that I even said two and a half is because this movie really will only be for a very niche audience. Not every, you know, you could get a collective of horror fans and, you know, I could say that almost all horror fans are probably going to like something like The Host or something like that, this in one way or another, but not everybody's going to like murders. But I, I would say three. I would also give it a three, but mm -hmm. for different reasons. I, and I don't want to just belabor this because this was a good movie. It was it was well filmed. I, I found it incredibly forgettable. Mm -hmm. It's probably my own. I am not into torture movies very mm -hmm. much. And honestly, I just... I. Torture scenes that stick with me are ones where there's dialogue and pacing like Marathon Man, where they take their time. Yeah, the there's no the time. There is no time taking in this. Is it, is it this safe? This is fucked up scene from <laughs> fucked up scene to fucked up scene to big reveal that Richard did not ruin. If you are interested in this movie, he said he rambled, but he barely covered the plot. Yeah. This shit gets weird <laughs> as fuck. It does. And, you know... I could be in the minority here, but I found it very forgettable. In fact, so forgettable, I fired it up one time, going, this looks interesting, and five minutes in when I got to the rat scene, went, i seen this movie, yeah, yeah. and turned it off. <laughs> well, so, I, I don't think it's, I, I personally don't think it's unforgettable. I think it about it from time to time. Now, it's not as bad. I mentioned Girl, uh, get Jack Ketchum's Girl Next Door. Nowhere near the same league. Well, perhaps then you think that should replace this on the list. I would say between those two films, for how disturbing and how unforgettable it is, I would say that Girl Next Door... Well, this movie, if you read their everything, says it's on here for how disturbing it is. That's why yeah. soul-crushing, as they say. Yeah. I did not find it soul-crushing. It didn't... But Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily... Say, I would say okay, Jack Hutchins' Girl Next Door is soul-crushing. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that, I can't comment. That, that one is based on a true, a true story... Um, which makes it even worse. That's I, the one. That's... But it, you know, I wouldn't say they're very similar. But but it is. It, it does have to deal with a family torturing a girl. I think they're very very similar yeah. from description. Well, well, not 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 an execution. Not, yeah, not an execution. But Girl Next Door was something a movie I I couldn't forget for weeks. Well, let's move to the next. All movie. right, so we are because going... we've now talked about two separate movies over Martyr. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. But, but you know, that's what happens. Yeah, I know. It's... Because they just all. Yeah, got, that's how it is. Yeah, I know. So Plus, anyway. we'll be compiling our own oh, list okay. later. I was right. Sylvia, Sylvia Likens. If you know her story, you're going to, like, well, appreciate our right, well, story. So this is, gonna be, this is going to be our last movie on our segment here, just because we're, we're running up on time. 
So this is a movie that uh, Rich and I have both seen, and I'm sure we both have our opinions on. This is a, a body horror film. It's called Raw. Um, I have actually only seen this one time, but when I did, I do. Do I do I think? And so let's get into it. It's it's a cannibal film. Mm-hmm. Okay, French cannibal uh, film. Exactly. French once again, film. once again, Slate loves the French films. Now, do I? think that this was a movie that was so groundbreaking and disgusting I, I let me tell you something they, they even slant even um, compares it to uh, films of Cronenberg of if you guys know Cronenberg did the fly he did Videodrome which is actually on the list down the way here I think is it on this list Videodrome is on this list yeah so but when we say down we mean up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. We started at 100, and Videodrome is much higher than we Yeah, yeah. So, and, but Cronenberg has done a lot of gore films, rabid, uh, all kinds of stuff, you know, real classic gore films. And, and um, you know, Raw was interesting to me, because I, I, before I watched it, I read all these things about, oh, you know, Fangoria said something about it at one point. There might have been Rumorg, actually. I can't remember which magazine I read it in, but um, they were... Um, talking about just how fucking well raw it was and how disgusting it was i watched it and you know what there were some um there were some gross scenes in it and uh girl starts to slowly deteriorate into a cannibalistic what zombie almost i would i would almost Mm -hmm. think and um there's a couple of of really you know standout gore scenes and stuff to me though this movie did not live up to its hype for me Richard might have another idea on this, but I remember when I watched this, I was alone. I put it on, and I was thinking, "Oh man, I'm I'm in for a, I'm in for something real fucked up because that's what everybody's saying." And to me, it just didn't it didn't strike that chord for me. All right. Um, I did, yeah, some gore there, especially the finger scene. Everybody, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But um, did did I feel like this was like what everybody was saying. Was it a good movie? Yes. I thought it was well made. I thought it was well acted. I thought there were some, you know, shocking little gore scenes in there, but nothing that I haven't seen before um, done more, you know, graphically and realistic. I've seen some bad body horror things. Well, so. I got two things to say. The first one is whoever wrote this description, if you're following along at home from Slate Magazine, learn how to write. You open this up comparing this movie to Ginger Snaps. Mm. Referencing another movie. Clearly, then you never explain why it would be better than Ginger Snaps, which means you know that Ginger Snaps is a better movie. Yeah, Ginger Snaps. Than Raw. <laughs> Ginger Snaps is great. So you're saying if you like Ginger Snaps, you will like this, but you don't put Ginger Snaps on the list. Okay, that's a spoiler. But Ginger well, Snaps, the second I realized that Ginger Snaps was not on this list when you wrote that preview... Mm-hmm. Learn how to write. Yeah. <laughs> and let's, and okay. let's face it. And let's face it. Not to get off subject, but Ginger Snaps and Raw aren't, aren't well, the same. Well, the of... reason they compared it is because of the sex. Mm. Okay, because you touched on the cannibalism, but this movie is about this movie is like all French movies. Let's just be real about the French movies. All French movies are centered completely on sex. So, which is why I don't like French movies. I hate sex horror. That's about sex. I don't like cannibalism. I don't like French movies. I want to hate this movie. I love this movie. This is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's tastefully done. Yeah. 
they're trying to hit sex, cannibalism, all and other types of horror all at the same time to pull it off into an enjoyable movie. They don't push the envelope. I like that, but what I like most about this movie is the real horror is in the lead-up shots. Mm -hmm. The finger scene, though horrific, the the waxing of the pussy scene (laughs) is more horrific because the entire time during the close-up, and I won't ruin what's going to happen... I was like, what the fuck is going to happen? You know, and so, and then the thing, you know, it's it, the lead up shots, it's very well filmed. It, honestly, I don't know what the fuck it is about French movies lately, but why is every single French movie have a woman pissing, standing up pissing? I mean, every French horror movie I've seen for like the last six years, this is the only one where I enjoyed the scene. Yes, when the one older sister is teaching the younger sister the piss, it was it was a bonding moment. It's a strange movie. The bond worked somehow. The fact that the one older sister ends up going to prison, the fact that the reveal is that the mom has some sort of thing she's passed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of really good elements. The the opening scene, like unlike most French horror movies that have nothing to do with anything actually tied into the movie. Like, unlike most French horror movies, it didn't wander off into weird, esoteric shit. And at the same time, it went with this weird sex horror that was uncomfortable. The licking of the eyeball. Yeah, I The orgy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, but, her walking in on her yeah. gay roommate, but, giving a blowjob, but, the, but listening but, to it. But, it all led to a very creepy overall vibe. But, I enjoyed this movie. But I, you see... The thing, I really enjoyed this movie. The, the thing with for me, though, was... I, I, what hurt me with this movie was its marketing. Because they marketed this movie as being something that was going to be something you've never seen before. And, and It wasn't that, no. Yeah, and, and so when I went in and I saw it, I was expecting something. And yes, the eyeball scene. I remember, I mean, yeah, there were some grotesque scenes in there. You know, well, gro- grotesque, well, I mean, grotesque so, maybe not grotesque, but you I, know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, but, but I liked the fact that nothing... Everything was consistently disturbing with nothing being too disturbing. Yeah, I, don't, I just it don't was, know. It just, for me, it just didn't It didn't hit the mark for me because I think it was the marketing. And typically, I don't fall for the marketing. Oh, I, I agree. But, that for, but all these magazines and all this stuff I was reading, because that's typically where I get my stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge IMDb whore. And, and they're saying, oh, it, Groundbreaking! You've never seen anything like this. And it's like, yes, I have. Well, but here's the uh, thing. You know, in defense of their marketing, this was shown at Cannes. This is like a true, trying to be mainstream movie. Mm-hmm. And the things that we've seen that are more disturbing aren't. Yeah, so, that's true. That's true. I mean, I will say this much: I I don't like cannibal movies. Uh, they're, uh, they're they're right up there with possession films for me that I don't really enjoy. That I have to, you know, if we're gonna rate stuff, I gotta please bring that up. And I don't like French... And like I said, this is a really good movie. This is well-paced. It's well-filmed. It's well-acted. Uh, does it steal scenes? Yeah. Yeah. Does it? But it tries to... Does it, my thing is, is it, it tries to be a jack-of-all-trades, and unlike most of those movies, it doesn't suck. No, it I... Does, hey, it does. you know what? And I won't disagree. Yeah. I, I am not saying the movie sucks. And honestly, if you're... If you're a horror fan, you're going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. This is actually a very mainstream disturbing film. Like, I could sit there... And not be embarrassed when someone walks in. Yeah. I mean, if my dad walked in on this, <laughs> I could, you know, I could turn it off and just look at him and be like, it's a French movie. He'd be like, weird. Yeah. Whereas well, these movies were well, like, I, 
Sorry. I won't disagree with you. I'm not saying it's bad. It's like I said earlier. It was well done. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I just don't believe that that um, it was... Well, I know, in my opinion. I, I shouldn't say... I don't think that it um, ranks up there with where, where they were trying to put it. Like, everybody was like... Yeah. Not, not slant, but just... Everybody, I got you. You, you went know, in with the, the yeah. marketing and everything. Yeah. Oh, it's the most horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Gross no, body horror. You ever, no, there there are many worse. I actually, I I think that's actually why I enjoyed mm. it. Like, I have seen gross out body horror. I liked that this was tastefully done. This is the teenage girl version of body horror. Problem. So, this I is, this is this is So, like, if that's yeah. what you were looking for, and you were looking for something that, you know, that was just gory enough and just this enough, and it was tasteful enough for you... My, my problem was when I went and got this movie and was watching this movie, I was hoping at this point in time, because every now and then I want the gross out, you know, and I was hoping for something much more raw, just like the title. But, you know, and I didn't get, get, get what I thought I was going to get based off of people's review. And this is why you should never read. I also think, well, one thing we, I, I kind of want to touch on here that I brought up earlier, I think one of the reasons this movie endeared itself to me, this isn't a body horror film. This is a creature feature. Yeah, it kind of is. Once yeah. Yeah. there is a scene, mm-hmm. and if it spoils this for you because we are arguing about it, I'm sorry, but two, about, uh, about 50% of the way through the movie exactly, there is a scene that ties into the original scene, and you realize the original scene is not about the main character like you thought it was. It was about the sister and that they are creatures. And then you spend the last mm-hmm. half of the movie wondering... Why they're eating everyone and what type of creature they are, I loved that. I love creature features. So for me, this goes on the list. Maybe because of my proclivities, but I I thought this was a good movie. I give this a I actually give this a four star movie. I'd say for well, I wouldn't say four. I'd say three and a half for me. How much time do we have left in this? Can we get to another movie, or should we save that for the next? I think episode? we're gonna end this episode. We're way over. We're way over time, so we're gonna we're gonna end this episode, and we will get back with you guys. Um, we're gonna keep going down this list on this y'all. list, um, <laughs> and it's gonna take us a while. I mean, we're we're only at 94, 93. so it's gonna take us a while. But we're we're a little late on the Halloween. Like I said, uh, we did a couple episodes dealing with with horror um, over the October season. There. That's where we learned and we need a bigger we, hard drive. And we lost, <laughs> we lost those episodes. Now, I'm still working uh, by trade. I am an IT person. I'm starting to get that audio back. I've actually been able to almost completely restore um, episode 11 and 12. It's been taking me weeks, but I am working on it. And we might still be able to release those. But this is a different list. A different show. Different show. So maybe it's best that we don't. I, I don't know. So let's um, let's end there, and I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, from Rich to, Rich to the other Rich, and, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll keep going. Um, and let me just clarify before I go. Raw was definitely a good movie. It was a great movie. It's just, to me, it wasn't what I was going in, going in expecting. Yeah. You know, I was hoping for... Something I'd never seen before, and unfortunately, I have seen stuff like that before. So, but anyway, we're gonna stop there, and uh, we'll give it back to Crystal for a moment. And this, well, this has been your weekly—I guess I should say weekly—movie riches. Yeah. Hey. 
And yeah, so we're going to come back with another parter, keep going down the list until we get all the way through, and then we can come back again with our own well, your guys' own list. I really know. I don't yeah, know any of these guys, and, then, and then you guys are going to be doing uh, tomorrow uh, medieval torture devices. Yes, we are doing medieval torture devices. Yeah, so that'll be the girls. And uh, I love how we're expanding. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll be back with some more riches soon enough. Ooh, ooh. All right.